Hi, hi. Hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome to the Escalator to Nowhere, a Simpsons podcast with Robert and Caitlin. I'm Robert. <laughs> I'm Caitlin. What are you laughing at? Nothing. It's just funny. I don't know why. Well, <laughs> well, I'm a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I'm learning. And we today are going to be covering season one, episode nine, Life on the Fast Lane. But before we get started, we got big problems. Oh. Mm-hmm. What, our recorder keeps fucking up? Uh, oh, well, there's that. Oh. <laughs> no, I was going to say we made some mistakes. Oh, yes, we did make some mistakes. So we have uh, a mistake covering corner. <laughs> I'm trying out a name here. So this is the name I'm trying out. It's the Oops, We Fucked Up corner. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, Oops, We Fucked Up. We fucked up a couple times. Yeah, three times, I think. Is and, what we... and we re-record in advance. So oftentimes we don't hear the mistakes until the episodes are released. Yeah. So it may have been a couple weeks since some of these. Yeah, so. Uh, we have three. Three. Yeah, I think I think it's three total. So yeah. the first one is, oops, we fucked up and named that kid Trevor. <laughs> and his name's definitely Howard. Mm -hmm, the kid in the arcade. Yeah. So and I what thought it was that? I thought it was like uh, thinking, moaning Lisa. Moaning Lisa. Yes. <laughs> you can just say I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was visualizing it in my head, and I was like, what part of the epi what episode is that? Okay, it's Moaning Lisa. So his name is not Trevor. His name is Howard. Howard is his the name. The cool kid that teaches Homer how to fight mm -hmm. on, the, on the video mm -hmm. game. And number two, oops, we fucked up. Uh, we accidentally said that you see Bart's butt for the first time in Homer's Odyssey. That is incorrect. It's Bart the genius. Yes. So. I think we had referenced uh, Homer's Odyssey earlier in the episode, and it must have been on our brains. I guess so. So, therefore, oops, we fucked up. Oh, sorry about that. And what was the third one? Oh, man. I don't remember now. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, we, no. We, we definitely went over these before we... We did. Before we began. Fuck. I don't remember. Oops, I can't remember. Okay, well, we'll come back to the okay. oops we fucked up corner. Oops, all berries. When we when we remember. <laughs> um, and also something that I wanted to do before we uh, jump straight into the episode is I wanted to give a shout out to one of our followers. Hey, Austin, thank you for reaching out to us and thank you for uh, supporting our podcast. Austin is a friend of mine from college. He lives out on the West Coast. So... What's up, bud? Ooh, Hollywood. Yeah, actually, yes. Oh. <laughs> actually, yes. He does. Uh, Austin has worked on a number of television shows. Um, wow, Austin. I've never met you, but you seem pretty cool. Yeah. So, you know, enjoy that life out there in Pacific <laughs> Standard Time. <laughs> Three hours ahead of us. Three hours behind us. Oh, it was from the last episode. <laughs> Or, oops, I fucked up. Well, I don't know. I don't remember. I, I, well, we saw we said that about Bart's butt in the last episode, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, but no. I don't remember. Oh, boy. I, I like, should I be worried <laughs> that I can never remember shit? <laughs> uh, well, I don't remember it either. So. Okay. Okay. Well, it's fine. Also, we'll we'll come back with an oops, I fucked up oh, in the yeah, next episode. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get back Sh to I it. I knew I should have written them down. And yet... And yet, here I here am. Here we are. Okay. So, we're going to get moving with the episode, which is Life on the Fast Lane, Season 1, Episode 9, and Caitlin's got some specs for us. Okay. We have production code 7G11. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be the 11th in the... Yes, but was not. It was the 9th for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Written by John Schwartzwelder, directed by David Silverman. Mm-hmm. Air date, 
March. March. 18th, 1990. We had a couple weeks vacation. Cause the yeah, last, I guess so. The last episode was uh, February 25th. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, here we are, March of 1990. And I'm going to read the synopsis here real fast. Sorry, I was looking at Reddit because uh, our player keeps causing blips like it did on the uh like the, it did on the, the tattoo, tattoo episode. episode so we're gonna keep watching it hopefully it won't happen on this one yeah anyway so the synopsis is homer buys marge a bowling ball for her birthday but she accuses him of only purchasing it for himself this proves to be true as the bowling ball had homer's name <laughs> engraved on it Despite him, she begins to learn how to bowl she struggles at first but is assisted by a man named jacques who develops a liking to marge Homer starts to suspect a romantic affair when Jacques invites Marge to his apartment. That's kind of a weird synopsis. That's not exactly what happens. No, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's okay. But um, that's it, from it the, gets the point across. That's from the uh, Simpsons wiki. Uh, and then we will provide a link to the Simpsons wiki in the show notes if you want to check it out. Thank you, runners of the Simpsons wiki. Uh-huh. So we open up with a shortened credits. Yep. Yep, short old credits on mountainous Springfield. Yeah, I was gonna say. Are there uh, are there mountains in Oregon? I guess there are. Well, yeah, there's mountains in Oregon. Okay, I I think Springfield's in Oregon. <laughs> uh, well, except for the fact that it's bordered by Kentucky. <laughs> maybe they're looking at the um, 18th century maps. Oh uh, well, maybe yeah. That's, Manifest you know, destiny. That, well, no, I'm just saying, like that's 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 entirely possible. I mean, Virginia is Kentucky, and Virginia borders everything. Yeah, because Virginia is everything. Yeah, that's true. Take that, you other 49 states. Yeah, fuck y'all. <laughs> Represent. <laughs> uh, she literally just slapped her chest. <laughs> As if I was going to fight someone about Virginia being the superior state. Yeah, you got something to say about it, Austin? <laughs> Not a damn thing. <laughs> anyway, that's a, um, uh, yeah. So we opened the episode. You just, you were so close to your microphone. I you definitely just, just hit, with I your just cheek. hit my, yeah, I hit my face on my mic. Um, I was so trying to you, read my notes. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, at any rate. She just ducked under the microphone to read, to read her notes. What if I didn't have my contacts in? Then what? You'd that, be that's that's at not my, true. No, that's at not my true. Disability? That's not even at all. Y'all, this woman is so blind. <laughs> if she didn't have her contacts in, she wouldn't have made it to the table. Like, <laughs> I mean, you're not far off. Yeah, I, yo, I know. I know. When I when I was in college, we used to have uh, fire drills in our dorms. And mm -hmm. my freshman year, I would wake up because like one of them was always in the middle of the night. Right. And I would wake up and I'd go out without my glasses on uh -huh. and I'd have to like, hold on to my <laughs> roommate to get back into our room. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we open up on a domestic scene in the Simpsons kitchen. Yeah. Well, we did. We kind of we, well, you said it, but you, we didn't like really make a point of it. Like I had not noticed, especially in these early uh, opening credits about how exactly how mountainous Springfield no. is. Like, yeah, it looks like it is in like the hills of Hollywood. Yeah, like, well, speaking of Hollywood, yeah. To, um, how's the topography out there, Austin? Uh, um, pr is, it's pretty it's mountainous. The Hollywood Hills, it's gotta be the Beverly Hills. Uh huh. The Beverly, <laughs> the <Hills>. San Fernando <laughs> Valley. <laughs> the, the Beverly Hills. <laughs> Well, they do, you know, they call roads out there the, right? Like yeah. the 405. The Beverly Hills. 
Boulevard. This is definitely going to get us some more listeners. Yeah, <laughs> This for sort of sure. banter is how you win, turning, win people over. <laughs> turning off the podcast as we speak. So, yes, we, we open up with a domestic scene. Yeah, Bart and Lisa are cooking breakfast. Yes, And we tur- we find out that it's for Marge's birthday. Hooray. I'm Happy so birthday, glad Marge. they were not making her cupcakes, which is what I, I was know, very God. afraid of for a minute. No, maybe, they, maybe they realized that their cupcakes were just god just awful terrible yes yeah so they're they're making a big old mess which mm-hmm. i thought was going to come into play later turns out it did not right um but they're making pancakes making pancakes yeah like polish sure making <laughs> pancakes uh-huh <laughs> and they are discussing also the gifts that they got yes for march for her birthday yes so bart got her a giant jug of french perfume yes it says it right there on the bottle it looks like a bot like it looks like a bottle of Carla Rossi is what it looks yes, like. <laughs> that's exactly what I, that's uh, yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah. I didn't know the name. Yeah. It looks, I was going to say one of those big bottles of wine at the grocery store with the little, with the little on the handle, bottom shelf. the little like one finger handle. Yeah. For, <laughs> for like $10 for like a gallon of wine. Oh yeah. Um, anyway, so Bart gets her that and Lisa makes a handmade card, a macaroni card, a macaroni card. Yes. And Bart is like, chastising her he's like yeah right like she's gonna like that blah 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 which is a uh which is a uh reference to what painting what paint is painting oh i oh it's whistler's mother yes very good yes (laughs) sorry but uh, they show it and it's of course it's lisa so it's very elaborate it's like a portrait of marge in a rocking chair extremely well done yeah and it says um i love you mom like spelled out in the macaroni it's, Wait, were you cheating? Were you looking at the book? I absolutely was. Oh, oh I was impressed. <laughs> now I'm not. Well, I mean, now that I, I knew that that was Whistler's mother. Oh, okay, okay. So, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I that think, was a that was a painting I was very aware of when I was a kid. Did your spine just slide out your anus? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not watching a cute cat video. <laughs> oh, fair enough. That's fair enough. <laughs> What? Uh, if you if you've ever played uh, Cards Against Humanity, you may have encountered the card that says, "Seeing a cat video is so cute that your eyes roll back in your head and your spine slides out of your anus." And Caitlin's eyes just rolled so far back in her head a moment ago that I thought maybe she was going to poop out her spine. I don't remember rolling my. I don't. Why did I roll my eyes? You just did this. Probably so at you. You put your hands up to the side like this, oh. and then like did this. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Hey, did I just do a good job of describing what happened to you, <laughs> listener? Like, could you figure out what we were doing? Let us know. Leave a comment on our Instagram or on our Twitter. Instagram is Escalator to Nowhere Pod. <laughs> you can send us an email. You sure can at Escalator to Nowhere Pod at gmail.com. Or you can also speak. terrible we are. Oh, don't do that. Oh, okay. Don't, don't do that. That's mean. Yeah. Well, anyway, the kids go up to the bedroom. Uh-huh. With this giant stack of pancakes, yeah. which I was surprised at how good they looked, be- given the state of the kitchen. They did look really good. Yeah, they did. Very uniform. Much better than those fucking cupcakes. God. <laughs> Very fluffy. Those must be like vegan cupcakes or something. They're like, um, they're like fruit cake or like vegetable loaf. <laughs> I was trying to be a cake. Vegetable loaf. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. You know, like when your healthy friend comes to the party and they're like, I'll bring dessert. And you're like, like, oh, fuck. Yeah, nobody wants that. (laughs) Nobody wants vegetable loaf cupcakes. (laughs) So, uh, Have you had vegetable loaf cupcakes before? No, it's a Parks and Rec thing. Uh, Oh, I did not get that. No. Well, that's all right. Sorry. 
It's okay. It's a Chris Traeger thing. Rob Lowe's character on uh, Parks and Rec. Oh, I see. He's very healthy. I at least know who that is. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Chris Traeger. Is that right? I don't know. <laughs> I know who Rob Lowe is. Not that. Not that. Not that character. <laughs> I don't remember what his name is on Parks and Rec, but him. Welcome back to our Oops, We Just <laughs> Fucked Up Corner. Oops, We Fucked Up the Fuck Up Corner. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, no. <laughs> this is terrible. We- anyway, the kids go to the bedroom to get, to give Marge uh, her breakfast in bed. Uh-huh. And they're like, happy birthday. And yeah. then Homer, they wake up. They're snoring mm-hmm. to ho- high hell, by the way. Yes. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, get a CPAP. <laughs> You know, you know what he needs? He needs those little like mouth tape things that you sent me on oh, TikTok yeah. earlier. <laughs> like the little like, mouth taping. Tape your mouth. Which shut. apparently is really supposed to help your sleep. I don't know if it really does. I feel like I would just breathe around it. It was like an X that went over the center of your lips in like an almost cartoonish fashion. <laughs> and I feel I just feel I like, also, like, breathe, like breathe out the side. Yeah. Like this. Well, anyway, it's a sleep aid, apparently. But uh they're snoring. The kids come in. They're like, happy mm-hmm. birthday. Uh, with, with, as I wrote down, too many pancakes. <laughs> it's a lot of pancakes. That is a metric shit it's a ton huge, of pancakes. It's a cartoonish stack of pancakes Definitely. It had on to be this like, show that is a cartoon. It had to be like 10. Yeah, it was a lot. Maybe 11 pancakes. It was <laughs> It was a baker's dozen pancakes. See, this is how they get you, right? Like, you know, in Mardi Gras, they do the bottomless pancakes or endless pancakes over at IHOP. I believe right? you're talking about Shrove Tuesday. Shrove Tuesday. Yeah, that's what it was at church. Did you ever have pancake breakfast at church? Or dinner at church? No? No, I don't think so. Yeah. No. I went to a Baptist church. We oh. had fried chicken and stuff. <laughs> oh, no. It was like it was like every year, it was like a highlight of the year we'd have pancake dinner at church. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. No, I don't know about that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, So what day is Shrove Tuesday? I think it's... Is it Mardi Gras? Oh, is it on Mardi Gras? Or is it... Wait, is Mardi Gras the day before Ash Wednesday? Yes. Okay. So anyway, my point Welcome is Welcome to our religion. <laughs> Welcome to Robert and Caitlin's religious podcast. Shrove Tuesday is March 1st this year. It is the day before Ash Wednesday. Before so, Ash it's, Wednesday. so it is on Mardi Gras. Yes, it is on Mardi Gras. So on Mardi Gras or Shrove, tu- Shrove Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that phrase before. Really? Never. Interesting. Uh, what is, so what are they celebrating on Shrove Tuesday? Um... She don't know. She just wanted I'm, pancakes. I'm on, I'm on the Wikipedia page. Uh, the day before Ash Wednesday. <laughs> Happy day before Ash Wednesday. It is, <laughs> it is observed in many Christian countries throughout uh, by purpos- for, by participating in confession and absolution. We did not do that. We oh, were Methodists. What a riot! <laughs> there, <laughs> there, oh, this is when the uh, palms are burned for Ash Wednesday for uh, the crosses on the head. Uh-huh. And then um, you fine you finalize your Lenten sacrifice, oh. as well as eating pancakes and other sweets. You finalize the Lenten sacrifice. Oh, I didn't know there was like an official. I'm actually going to do this. I did not know that that's what it was, but this explains it. Shrove Tuesday is observed by many Christians, including Anglicans, Lutherans, Methodists, and Roman Catholics. Ah. I grew up Methodist. Robert grew up Baptist. There you go. Here we are. Yep. But yes, we would go and we'd eat pancakes. And it was very, it was very fun. Mm-hmm. So like Mardi Gras, of course, is like the last day of partying and like indulgence and debauchery right. before you enter into the Lenten season. So it's kind of the same thing. Like, yeah, so, you're going to slap yourself full of carbs. And yeah. Anyway, my whole point, the, the, the only reason I said that was because they trick you on uh, Mardi Gras at IHOP because they're like, oh, come and eat. Oh, you can eat pancakes. Like, well, like, like all the pancakes you can eat is like 
five pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah, it's, you can't eat too many pancakes. No, no, you're right. You're right. Although I really do like IHOP pancakes. Hey, I ain't saying they're bad. Okay. I just don't want to go to IHOP. Fair enough. Um, so that Mar- was Caitlin swallowing Sorry. her coffee <laughs> in the microphone, by the way. <laughs> Welcome to our mouth sounds podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Are you making a helicopter? I'm just making mouth sounds, but that's my helicopter sound. You don't know this, but I recently listened to a podcast where they talked about making helicopter sounds. When? <laughs> anyway. That's weird. That's beside the point. Let's oh, get right. back to the episode. Uh, 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 okay. The people don't care about pancake, our pancake Of course they experiences. do. Listen, I feel like if they're listening to us, they like get the gist by now. <laughs> like, this is quote unquote a Simpsons podcast that's really about us. <laughs> well, I mean... You get to know us as the hosts. Uh-huh. So they wake up. Yeah. Mar- Marge and Homer wake up, of course. And yeah. Homer's like, huh? Is it my birthday? <laughs> what am I going to get? And then like. <laughs> In a very Kronk fashion. It's my birthday. Because <laughs> Kronk says, it's your birthday. <laughs> Who's Kronk? You don't know who Kronk is? It's from the Emperor's New Groove. Oh, no. I've never seen it. Sorry. You've never seen the Emperor's New Groove? Did I know this? Yes, you did. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't remember. Well, now you know. <laughs> well, we got it on DVD. Write it down. Well, we got Disney Plus, baby. We're going to watch that shit. Oh, by the way, um, thank you to Timothy who told us that we can change the aspect ratio on our Disney Plus viewing of The Simpsons, which we did last night, and it worked beautifully. Yeah, so Timothy, thank you. I did not respond to you on Twitter. I'm sorry. I kept meaning to and kept forgetting. But Shout we out. did fix it. Yes, we did. So. Right, by which I mean Caitlin fixed it. <laughs> Because I can't figure that kind of stuff out. I just poked around and found it. Um, so I didn't even have to ask We the should note that this is the first episode that we actually have watched in its original uh, revolu- format. Re- format, yes. Not resolution. Yeah. Format, yes. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so Homer's all confused. And, comes, and then and, and realizes, Lisa's like, you don't even know your own wife's birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, and so this is where we get something, and I, I do believe it's the first instance of it, which is a Simpsons staple, and I just love it. It's one of my favorite things in Simpsons as a whole. Mm-hmm. It's the sound of Homer running down the oh. stairs, getting into the car, and speeding away. We've had a we've had a stare moment before. Uh huh. I don't remember what episode. Yes, it, it was Homer going upstairs when Lisa was sad. Oh yeah, and he, went, Lisa. <laughs> he went. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you like he wakes up, bolts out of bed, goes downstairs, mm-hmm. goes, goes to the mall. Yep, Springfield Mall, where we see the Winfields. Oh. Oh wait, yeah. no, they're at the restaurant. No, that's the seeing sirloin. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, we see like a bunch of different stores in the mall, including mm-hmm. like the Caramel Corn Warehouse. <laughs> and, and the Jerky Hut, I <laughs> think. The, was yeah, one of them. the Jerky Hut. Too salty. <laughs> too, too salty. I think he said the the Caramel Corn um, Warehouse was too corny or mm-hmm. something. Right. So um, Homer rushes to buy Marge's birthday gift. Yeah. Meanwhile, back at the house, mm-hmm. Marge is on the phone Yep. with... Patty and Selma. Of course. She's really on the phone with Patty, but Selma's sitting there knitting uh-huh. in that Simpson style of upside down knitting needles. And and not only is she knitting, but she is <sighs> saying what uh, uh, what Selma is repeating. Or, Sel- Selma's the one knitting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry Patty is what Patty is repeating. Uh, she's she's, uh, she's basically Marge is basically talking to Selma. Yeah. Patty is just the conduit in which 
March talks to Selma. Yes, and it's the, it's the same conversation that it always seems to be with her sisters about how uh, Homer is worthless and, and Marge is defending him. Oh, he's out getting me a gift right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But we, it's revealed in this <clears throat> conversation that they want to take her somewhere nice, which is the singing sirloin. Yeah. They, do they name a couple of different places and then... Marge names a couple of different mm, places. That's right. Okay. Uh, and I don't know if she names the Gilded Truffle or not, but that's the really fancy restaurant in Springfield. I have that in um, Untapped, by the way. Uh-huh. The Gilded Truffle. Tapped out. Tapped out. Sorry. Untapped is untapped the beer. Untapped is the beer. <laughs> <laughs> I <have> several. <laughs> several apps that have the word tapped in the title. It is confusing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. So I have I have the Gilded Truffle untapped out. So uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, it is revealed, of course, not only that they're going to the singing sirloin, but Marge, in a very sort of despondent way, goes, oh, the place where they sing and the, <laughs> the place where the waiters sing at you. I am on Marge's side here, but I... They show, they pan, when they arrive at the restaurant, Mm -hmm. they pan across all the different tables. We have the Winfields again. Yes, that's where we see the Winfields. Yes. So we have the Winfields again. Then there's like, I don't know, there's a couple other people. As a reminder, the Winfields are the old couple that mocked Homer while he was clearly going to go commit suicide in (laughs) Homer's Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, So we, we see them again. And then there's like a table of people who've come from a funeral, I guess. And they're singing nearer my God to thee. (laughs) And one of them, uh, probably was not intended to be her, but looked remarkably like Bart's gifted class teacher. Oh, I did not notice her. Mm -hmm. Uh, at any rate, I would hate, 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 hate that. (laughs) Please. Okay. Please don't come sing to me while I'm trying to eat my meal. And Didn't I have to we, pr- in the last episode, talk about the man in the later hosen? We did. It wasn't. I don't think it was the last episode, but yes, we talked about. It was um, Call of the Simpsons. Mm. Um, we did talk about that, but that was different because he was not standing at our table, serenading us individually. He was doing some group work, some crowd work, and. Uh, but he did come over to the table at one point. He did, but he did not stand there and sing at us. If you're going to do not come, like, I don't like having a happy birthday song to me. Like, I don't want to have mean, to. You mean your favorite Beatles song? Say it's your birthday. We're going to get sued by Paul McCartney no, right now. No, we're not. At any, anyway. He's not listening to this. No. So I, I don't, I don't want that. And don't you tell him about it, Austin. I don't. <laughs> You Hollywood elite. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't want that. I don't want, I don't want to have to sit there and pretend I'm enjoying myself uh-huh. when I don't, when I'm not, when I'm not enjoying myself. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a little glimpse into my life. Well, uh, I don't think I actually know any place that will come and sing at your table outside of like the usual happy birthday yeah. In the restaurant anyway. But this is like clearly the premise of this place. Correct. Which it kind of reminded me of an old place that used to be here where we live yeah. called The Peddler. Oh. It is, uh, I'll tell you where it is later. Okay. So people can't stalk us, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your ass in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But it was called the Peddler, and it was uh-huh. a steakhouse, uh-huh. and it was on the fancier side. So you'd uh-huh. go there for a special occasion and whatnot. Right. And um, 
the premise of the peddler was that a man would walk around with a little cart with steaks on it and you could pick out exactly which steak you wanted. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So kinda that like kind of... like a lobster tank. I, I guess so, but, but... But... The cow is not alive anymore. Oh, well, that's good. I'm glad. <laughs> walk a cow around a restaurant. You just, like, point at the part of the cow. Yeah, <laughs> that like, one. They take it to the back and all of You just hear Sir. the horrible sounds of a slaughterhouse. <laughs> oh, no. Mm. <laughs> Sir, that's the butthole. Are you sure you want the butthole? One hot dog. Hell no. <laughs> anyway, the, the, that reminded me. Uh-huh. That scene reminded me of this place. So uh, we're in the restaurant and uh, everyone's giving their gifts to Marge. So she loves her gift from Lisa. She quote unquote loves her gift from Bart, but does not want to put any of the perfume on after she gets a whiff of it. And yeah. I got to tell you, when she smelled that, I was like, I know what that smells like. <laughs> I know what that smells like. It's just stank. Yeah. When I was a kid, my grandma used to talk about toilet water all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she talked, like, and I, I feel like it came in a bottle like that. Like, yeah. To- like, eau de toilette. Eau de toilette. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she called it toilet water. And in my little kid mind, I was like, Grandma, why are you putting toilet water on? That's probably stinks. Grandma, you stink. Yeah. <laughs> But and then she explained to me what that actually meant, and it was okay. Bong. That's that. That's sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. So, so well, then comes Homer's gift, right? Yeah. We also find out in this scene, Marge is turning thirty-four. Is that what they said? Yes. I thought they said twenty-four. <laughs> no, they. She is turning thirty-four, and uh-huh. according to the wiki, in the first eight episodes of the series Mm -hmm. she is 33 this is 34 Ah. and from this point onward for the next 32 years Mm -hmm. she's 34 she's 34 and homer is 38 right or 39 38 i think uh no he weighs 239 pounds that's (laughs) what it is (laughs) except in that one episode except in that one that we'll get to eventually in a thousand years yeah uh so um yeah, I thought that was interesting to point out. I also did not know I was... I'm older than March. <laughs> yep. Well. Huh. Oh welcome well. to middle age. Yeah, right. I know. I remember in high school when I felt very depressed because I realized that I weighed more than Homer Simpson, <laughs> who was famously fat. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> and I was an athlete in high school. Like, Yeah. <laughs> but... So, yeah. So, now Homer gives her the, the gift. Yes. And... Uh, as they hand the gift over, or as he as he hands the gift over, it is it falls out the bottom of the box, smashes her cake onto her beautiful cake, and it turns out that the gift he got her was a bowling ball with his name on it. Yes, you can see it right away. Yeah. So this is now the second episode in a row where we're we you know that Homer apparently is a bowling enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I don't know if this ball has liquid in the middle, though. That's <laughs> I, that, that was exactly what I was thinking. I was like, I wonder if it has a liquid sit there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, the, we cut away from this scene. Marge is clearly upset with mm-hmm. with Homer. Uh, and it goes straight into... This goes straight into their bedroom, right? Yeah. And she's kind of chastising Homer, being like, you, clear, you bought that ball for yourself. Mm-hmm. The finger holes are cut for your fingers. It's got your name on it. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. In typical Homer fashion, he, like, fucks us up yeah. royally. Oh, yeah. Like, to the point of forgetting her birthday. So... Well, yeah. And also, like, you know what? You know, you, you forget 
you forget what day it is. Like you forget what day of the week it is, whatever. Like you forget that it is the day, but like then to go and get this yeah, gift. This gift. Yeah. <laughs> like not even trying, not like, not even like yeah. being like, Oh, she might like this. I'm going to get a bowling ball with my own name on it. Yeah. That's bad move, Homer. Mm-hmm. Bad move. So uh, Marge says that she is going to make use of it. Yeah, she's going to keep the bowling ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, to which Homer responds, you don't know how to bowl. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, cut to Barney's Bowlerama. And she's in there and she is doing what you see so many people do in bowling alleys. She is like throwing the thing down. <laughs> the, the alley. She's like chucking it. She's not and rolling all it at I all. Could, all I could think was... I wonder how much money bowling alleys have to spend on repairing these floors. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, but I gotta say, uh, I, I'm about on par with Marge in terms of my bowling skills. So, um, I mean, yeah, but like, I think that you, I think that you at least know not to treat it like a shop. That's true. <laughs> fair, fair. So she didn't even know that she had to rent shoes. That's right. And when she she's had to rent shoes, we discovered she's feet. got huge feet like Joe from Little Women. <laughs> 13 double A is what she... 13 Hey, I have a question. What? In women's shoe sizes, are there like double A's or what is that? I think that refers to the width of the uh, shoe. Okay. I think double A is narrow. Where it's oh, the, as, so, a sp- as opposed to like triple E, which is very wide. So she got like full on clown feet going on, like very narrow and very yes, long. They're very narrow and <laughs> wow, very long. Okay. Correct. Correct. Um, so yeah, if you, so we saw, uh, it was little women, right? Yeah. Yeah. We saw the little women one. two years ago, I guess it yeah. was the, I guess it was the, the last movie we, I always thought, I thought it was cats, but I think it was little women. Thank the, God we didn't go out on cats. Before COVID God hit. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, it was rough. Um, <laughs> Cats was just awful, um, but so entertainingly bad. But anyway, that is to say that we saw Little Women, and uh, as somebody who does not know the Little Women story, like them jumping around in history was really confusing to me. But uh, at one point, at the climax of the movie, when she turns down the guy who proposes marriage to her, Laurie, Lor- that's his name, Laurie, 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 L U R I E. Okay. Um, uh, he leaves and she's in a field and they pan back <laughs> and it's supposed to be like this solemn moment. Like she's really, you know, she's stood up for herself and you know, she's going to make her own way. Do, do, do. They pan back and her feet were so big. Y'all. Yeah. They, Robert, were, they were seriously like sideshow Bob's feet. I had noticed this in the moment and I, did, I chose not to say anything, but Robert turns to me and he goes, Jesus Christ, your feet are huge. And that ensued us just oh, dying. Of y'all, laughter. we ruined that movie for that entire theater. Cause <laughs> I just started laughing. I'm so sorry. Everybody that was there, but like, I couldn't help it. Those feet were so daggum big. I have never been caught off guard by the size of someone's feet. Like I was in that moment. And they now, were so big. They were. And, and to make now, it even worse, as the thing was panning out, as they were, as the shot was panning out, she turns around to face the other direction, and she like clod hops <laughs> in like a a full on like two step blop blop <laughs> to turn around and look away. It was like not only did I see them, but then like, I want to watch that movie again flop- just to oh, see. Man. And in then, the like, moment, I've tried I to look think, up pictures, but it just doesn't do it justice. All I could think in the rest for the rest of that whole movie was, 
her feet have got to be hitting the table. Her feet have got to be hitting this drawer. Like, like this woman needs to go and like work in wine country. <laughs> well, I also, I, it's been a long time since I've read the book, but I do believe that Joe is described as being very awkward, uh-huh. like having big hands and big feet. Wow. So she's like flapping around. Well, then wherever they are, is true to the story. God almighty. <laughs> I just, Whoa. man. So Marge has big Joe feet. <laughs> yes. And she's out there throwing this ball down the lane. And we are introduced to a character who is in the credits already. Yeah. Um, but has not made a debut. We are introduced to Jacques. Jacques. Who is described in the book as a bowling instructor at Barney's mm-hmm. Bowlerama. Uh-huh. I did not pick up on that. I thought he was just kind of like a dude that was bowling. And people were like, oh, yeah, he's really good. Clap, clap, clap. Yeah. I kind of... Yeah, I don't think he's an instructor at Barney's Bolarama. I think he is an instructor who happens to be who happens to be at Barney's Bolarama. That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. And he uh, sees Marge. She's struggling. She she is having a tough time, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, he comes over to offer his services. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Ooh la la. Uh, ooh la la indeed. Yeah. Because he has not only a French name, but speaks in a French accent. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so he's like, I can I can give you lessons. I can teach you everything about bowling. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wrote down, he's coming on strong. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stronger than Marge's French perfume. Yeah. So he's a, um, he's a player. Definitely so. Yeah. And so he uh, begins to instruct her, and he does something very simple, which is just move her one. He uh, moves one her way. over, and uh-huh. uh, she gets a strike. So then we cut to the family at home, mm-hmm. and they're get, they're eating pizza because Marge is too busy bowling. Yeah, Homer rather competently handles dinner uh, while Marge is away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think I think for this it was supposed to look. Un, un, com, incompetent. <laughs> Good. It was supposed to look incompetent because he ordered pizza instead Welcome of cooking back to something. Our fucked up corner. <laughs> Caitlin earlier said our incompetent. F- <laughs> that is not a word. <laughs> anyway. anyway. So, yeah, uh, Homer is at the house with the kids and uh, he's following a list that Marge has left. Yes. And so things seem to be going fine they at home. They eat pizza. They put Maggie to bed. Mm-hmm. They all go to bed. March comes home. We cut. We cut back to the. Uh, I think this is at this point. We cut back to the bowling alley, and uh, Marge. Uh, he asks Marge if she's hungry, and so. Oh yeah, they she get said, yes, onion so they rings. Order onion rings, and uh, I believe in one of the earlier episodes, Homer was very sad because the bowling alley caught on fire. Oh, that's right. And he was all the food complaining about the food being lost, right. or, or lamenting the food being lost. So, in short, apparently the food at Barney's Bolarama is pretty good. Is pretty good. It's pretty yeah. good. And also, at that moment, they are feeling the lanes. Uh-huh. And something that made me laugh was when Jacques was like touting his abilities to Marge. He's like, "I know what the little arrows on the floor mean." Yes. What do I, I mean? I I don't know. I don't know what they mean. I think they just. I, our thing to aim for. So let me tell you something. Uh, this is where I wrote down because they go into this sequence and Marge throws the ball and the last pin falls. And I said, the writing this episode is way better than it has been. Mm-hmm. Like there are illusions and tie-ins that, uh, that work 
If you could hear that, that was our cat. Stretch, that was Leo stretching out on the table. <laughs> Make yourself at home, bro. He's he's feeling very, very sexy or something. <laughs> he's a very long kitten. Look at him. <laughs> we should have named you Jacques. Hey, I'm Jack. <laughs> um, so, you know, in, in, in the sequence uh, where she throws the... Uh, she throws the ball and uh, the, you know, the last pin falls. Like to me, that was definite symbolism of like Marge's attraction uh-huh. is cemented here. Yeah. Right. And Jacques himself uh, in talking about this just now is just like the French perfume, right? He is, he is big, he is out there and he comes on strong yep. and uh, Marge resists him at first, but not for yeah, long. Yeah. So, we learned that Marge is very busy constantly being mm-hmm. at the bowling alley every night. Yep. And um, eventually Jacques brings her home. Something we, we didn't mention is um, Jacques does not know that Marge is married. She doesn't say so up front. That's right. No, yeah, yeah, she yeah. does not. He he does say, oh, your, your ball... Or, like he they talk about to, the name on the ball, yeah, but she are, says that that's the name of the ball, not yeah. And anybody, he, <laughs> he says this is another example I think of, of the better writing of this episode, where uh, he says, uh, "Well, people often are attached to big clumsy things such as your Homer, right? Exactly, <laughs> right? yeah. Which uh, which is spot on, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah and uh, and is a and not so subtle reference, right? There, but um, Marge is spending time in the bowling alley and. Homer is lying in bed on either the second or the third night. I think it's the second night. Uh Marge gets into bed and Jacques has made his move and has asked her to meet him for brunch. Yeah. Which is not quite breakfast. It's not quite lunch. When he drives her home. Uh Uh-huh. And did you notice the moon? Oh, no, I didn't. Uh, He says something about her looking beautiful in the moonlight. And Uh you look up at the moon, it's a bowling ball. (laughs) I did not notice that. I did not notice that. Yeah, that was. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, That will kind of come into play later. Uh huh. Uh, So uh, we cut to like the next morning. Well, hold on, hold on, because Marge gets into bed, right? Oh, right, yeah. And as she gets into bed, Homer says, uh, he starts to speak to her, Marge, and she like springs up, like she's very clearly ready to listen to him, Mm -hmm. and he says nothing. Like he literally mm-hmm. says nothing. Like he's gonna confront her, and then and he or down. he's like gonna talk to her about what's going on, and yeah. then he just kind of he, gives up. He 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 begins to try and communicate. Yeah, but then he gives up, and uh, and I wrote down, "Say something, Homer." Like yeah. in this moment, I actually really did care about what was going on mm-hmm. here, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Unlike again, like. Call of the Simpsons, right? Like, or I did not really care, about right? The, well, I mean, as people here, I, mean, I guess, I guess in Call of the Simpsons, theoretically, their lives were at stake, yeah. But this is their marriage, which is like the backbone of the show, right? So you don't want that to be mm-hmm. in jeopardy, correct? Yeah, yeah. And so you want him to. Uh, <laughs> that was the cat. <laughs> God. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, I would say something, Homer. Say you know, say something, and he just doesn't, and they no. cut out the lights, and you just feel like oh, he's kind of just dealing with it in mm-hmm. the sense that like he he's kind of the reason this is happening. Not First kind of all, of. He, he is totally the is. Yeah. He totally is. So yeah, we cut to the next morning now. Yes, and the kids are coming to get their lunches. Yes, and she hands them like full on grocery bags. Yes, with like. Toys 
in them. Toys and what? There's like, like a big. I thought it was a sweet potato. <laughs> I thought it was a. I thought it was a French. Uh, it was a French baguette. I, yeah, like some long thing. Uh-huh. Maybe it's a French baguette. Maybe that's symbolism. Ooh. For Jacques. Mm-hmm. His wiener. Jacques' wiener. Yeah. <laughs> His baguette. Wink. <laughs> Jacques' baguette. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then she's like, "Here, here's a little more candy." And she's like, "And I, I literally wrote down Marge is overcompensating for being uh, absent." Uh-huh. And then we cut to Bart and Lisa on the bus. They're eating donuts and like they're happy as clams. And but Lisa's like, "No, Bart, this is not good. Mom this is, is overcompensating." Yeah. And she like. Use the word I wrote down, so I felt extra smart, uh-huh. like Lisa. Uh-huh. Um, I wrote down Lisa. Lisa sees the truth. And, yeah. Uh, in, in in a very Lisa way, she is w- far more perceptive of the situation. Than, right, than and Bart she's is. she's kind of I, I I am no psychologist, uh-huh. but she's kind of referring to the five stages of grief. Y- yes, but it's not the five stages of grief. It's like the five stages of Kids whatever. Going through a divorce, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I was trying to figure out like what the order was, and it was way like jumbled out from that because it's it's denial, anger, bargaining, depression, it's, it's acceptance, right? Dabda is how. You can remember it, but yes, that oh. is correct. Um, you yeah. know how I remember that? It's because it was in a Mad Magazine oh. uh, right up years ago, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the stages of grief in various situations, and uh, so I I remember denial, anger, bargaining, yeah. depression, acceptance. <laughs> yeah. So she's kind of working her way through her own little system there. Uh huh. Yeah. And Bart is too. She points out that Bart is as well, but he is in denial. To which he, she says, you're in denial. And he naturally says, no, and I'm she not. Was, she, I can't remember exactly how she phrased it, but she was in fear. or Fear, the yeah, first one. Yep, she, she was in fear. fear. Mm-hmm. And he was in denial. Yes. Later on, she is in self-pity. Yes, and, and he is in fear. He comes into fear. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get there in just a minute. So uh, Marge goes and meets Jacques for brunch. At Shorty's. Is that the name of the place? Yeah. Really? I looked at you when the menu popped up. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah. Oh, well, we, we have a place near us named Shorty's. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> anyway. So she's uh, in there. Uh, she's at the, at the diner. She's at the diner. I did have to laugh at Jacques' description of brunch mm-hmm. being like, it's kind of breakfast, but you can't get everything you get at breakfast. Mm-hmm. You, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it comes with a slice of cantaloupe at the end. That's right. Gross. And Caitlin loves cantaloupe. Yuck. And all all melons, right, Caitlin? Honeydew, watermelon. Mm. No, thank you. Uh, hey, leave a comment on our Instagram or on our Twitter and tell me how right I am in that watermelon is one of the greatest pleasures in life. But no. Oh, it's so oh, good. God. Oh. Every summer, at least once, I cut no. up a watermelon in the house. No. <laughs> it smells so bad. It smells. Like, it's worse than pumpkin. I hate the smell of pumpkin. <laughs> she doesn't like gourds either, y'all. <laughs> we all know that cheese and carbs are my main food groups. Well, so pancakes and <laughs> <laughs> pancakes and Swiss. <laughs> mm, yummy. Uh, some crepes. Could have some some crepes. Did you say crepes? Crepes. 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 So um, they're having they're having uh, brunch, brunch, or at least they're about to order brunch, and who shows up? Helen uh, Lovejoy. The, I wrote down the insufferable Helen Lovejoy. You know what? 
I don't know that like I've been really that exposed to Helen Lovejoy before. I mean, I know Maybe she's not. been in episodes, yeah. um, but uh, she describes herself as the gossipy wife of the minister. Mm-hmm. So at least she's self-aware. Yeah, you saw Helen. Uh, you didn't know Helen because you know the mysterious voyage of Homer. And uh, sure, that's the Chili Pepper episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, she is in, like as in the beginning char- of that. Yeah, like I, I recognize her, uh-huh. but I don't know that I like I've seen any of her character like development. Yeah. I don't think I realized that she was insufferable until this episode. Yes, well, she comes in with a bang, doesn't she? Much she- like Jacques <laughs> coming in <laughs> hot. Yeah, she comes in with a bang. She's poking her nose in mm-hmm. everybody's business, and and especially Mar- Marge's and Jacques. But Jacques, mm-hmm. he he knows what to do. Yeah, he's 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 on his toes. But, you know, she like she comes in and she says he's he's well, on the ball having a oh, 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 the bowling the bowling ball. ball. Yep. Uh huh. She comes in and it says, you know, oh, here you are having. Uh, having brunch with a Someone man who's, who's not, not your, your husband. husband. Yeah. I feel like in, in 2022, if you came up to somebody and said, Oh, I see you're having lunch with someone who's not your husband. I'd be like, go mind your own fucking business. Yeah. yeah I have friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Marge is just kind of like, she didn't really say anything. No, she doesn't. She and just, she leaves it to Jacques. Well, uh, um, Helen says, don't squirm on my account or something along those yeah. lines. But Jacques does. He saves the day. He says, I'm giving her a bowling lesson mm-hmm. and puts the shakers out in front uh, and some food to... Uh, to Like, pretend it's a bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Helen gets uh, is satisfied and runs off. Yeah. And then Jacques invites Marge over to his apartment, mm-hmm. a fiesta flats. Yep. And Marge faints. She does. And enters into a not exactly Hitchcockian. <laughs> no. And you know what? I'm surprised. Uh, I assumed that this Dream was. sequence is yeah, the I, phrase I, I was assumed say. that this was referencing something because uh-huh. it's black and white. It's not spot color, but it's close to spot color. Do you know what that is? No, I don't. So when, when in publishing... I was the yearbook editor. Oh, is that when everything's in black and white except for one except thing? Except for one color. Uh-huh. But this has several different colors with the black and white. Mm-hmm. All warm, like, oranges and reds. So it's, like, it's very stylistic in yeah. its, it's, its appearance. I don't know what that reference is. It definitely is stylistic in its appearance in another <clears throat> way, too, in that everything, like, she's dancing with him and all yeah. this, but it's all very heavily bowling alley related. Oh, yeah, for so sure. So they're dancing on the little arrows that he said he knew the Yeah, and they for. and like the andirons in his fireplace are bowling pin shaped and mm-hmm. the the keystone on the mantle is bowling pin shaped yep. and, and there's the dumb waiter that delivers the food is the ball return. Yeah, and there's yeah. a there's a globe that's a bowling ball. Yep. Yeah. It's all very bowling centric in his apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, so she assumed, I mean, so, so says Marge's dream. Mm-hmm. I assume that this was like a reference to some dream sequence in a movie I haven't seen, but as far I, as I'm aware, it's not. Well, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Do you know what it is, listener? Uh, loyal listener? Do you happen to know? Austin, what is the it? Only, yeah, <laughs> you, live in, you live in Hollywood. Tell us. <laughs> uh, the only thing that like came to mind immediately was Schindler's List, mm-hmm. but I don't think that that was what they were going for. Uh, I don't think so. That would be <laughs> depressing. That would be weird. That would be weird, yeah. In this particular sequence here. But um, anyway, Marge wakes up and uh, Jacques is apparently worthless in... 
uh, in the life-saving game because all he's doing is patting her hand while she's passed out on the floor. Yeah. And she wakes up and says, is Thursday okay? Yeah. So she's going to go. She's going to go back to, or she's going to go to his apartment. Yep. 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 Yeah. And Thursday rolls around. Uh, she's making sandwiches for the kids and she has already made Homer's lunch and Homer walks in to grab his lunch pail and there he is again. Oh, I'm sorry. Before we get to that, uh, the night before, Homer is uh, is dragged out of his bed to play catch with Bart. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Bart throws... There's a, there's a nice little comic relief moment in this that Bart uh, throws the ball for Homer to catch and it bops him in the head. Right in the head. And Homer just falls down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we get a moment here that we have not had before. Bart, instead of Homer giving bad advice to Bart, Bart gives bad advice to Homer, uh, which is actually Homer adv- advice to Bart in a previous moment. He says, you know, you gave me this advice. And the advice is, if you're ever in a situation and you're too dumb to know what to do, just keep your full mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the next morning, Homer... Uh, comes in to get his lunch and this is where we also learned that Lisa was in self-pity and Bart was in fear. Correct. Cause he's Bart freaking out a little bit that Homer's just kind of despondent. Yeah. Yeah. And he comes in to get his lunch and he starts to speak to Marge and he says, I need to tell you. And instead of saying what he needs to say, he compliments how well she makes peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Which is apropos because last night you made me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I sure did. And yeah. It was very good, and I did get, did not get my hands messy. Oh, good. Well, I'm good. <laughs> good. There's not any. Unlike what Homer thinks, there's not really any secret to it. You just kind of you know don't put a metric ton of jelly on there because you don't really need it anyway. No, you don't. You don't. So uh, thank you for that sandwich, and thank you for watching this episode with me. You're you're welcome. <laughs> He and also at one point finds the bowling glove that Jacques gives oh, Marge. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's in right. her dresser drawer mm-hmm. and it's embroidered. It says I, for, I guess, Yeah, it says for, for Marge. Marge. Yeah. So that's kind of when he's like, uh oh, something's going on. Yeah. And that's when he goes downstairs and she's making his lunch. And yeah. it's just kind of, yeah, he, 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 there's something rotten in Springfield yeah. and he knows what, he kind of knows what's Homer, up. Homer, Marge, you got to communicate, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. You gotta you gotta say what's wrong. Like you have to be willing to do that, right? <laughs> and they're just not doing it. Exactly. And so Homer leaves. Yep. And he's sitting at lunch, uh, at, at work, and he's looking at a sandwich. And we see Lenny. Lenny, Lenny speaks for the first time, yep. or he appears for the first time, I guess. Yep. I outside guess so. of, outside of Moe's. So maybe it's really he just speaks for the first time. Yeah. And uh, he says, aren't you hungry? And he says, I'm starving. starving. And he said, but how can I he eat He can't it? eat. Yeah. She made it and it's all I have left. Yeah. Oh, sad So times. sad. Yeah. So then um, we see Marge driving up the street in her little car. Uh-huh. In, and, the, in the wagon. There's a, <laughs> there's a literal fork, fork. in the road. <laughs> fork in the road. There's yep. a sign and it says Fiesta Terrace this way uh-huh. or Fiesta Flats. Fiesta Flats, yeah. Oh, I wrote no. down Fiesta oh, no, Terrace. Oh, no, no, it's Fiesta Terrace. Sorry. You're right. Oops, I fucked up. Fiesta Terrace. Uh-huh. 
Fiesta Terrace is this way. Springfield Nuclear Power Plant is mm-hmm. this way. And she, <laughs> she like starts going down the Fiesta Terrace and then she backs up and then she goes down Springfield and then she backs up. Uh-huh. It, it's very clear. She is very torn at this moment where yep. she should be going. Now, before she does this, we get a glimpse into Jacques uh, oh, prepping right. for her arrival. And he is slathering on what is very clearly Old Spice, the, yeah. the original he, Old Spice. Did you notice the amount of bottles and like stuff he yeah. had in his bathroom? Yeah, well, you know he's got a, you know he's got to smell nice for the ladies uh, down at Barney's Bull around. I guess so, because you got to overcome the, the stench of the shoes. Mm-hmm. And he was. <laughs> did you just fart? <laughs> no. Okay. I thought did... I heard something on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. No, it was no. I did not fart. Okay, we can cut that out. I, no, no, we're gonna leave that. <laughs> uh, uh-uh. uh. Sorry, I thought I heard it. Our loyal patrons. Uh, our, we don't have patrons. Our, lo- our, our loyal fans uh, live for this kind of banter. Oh, okay. You're mistaken. Common house sounds for farts. <laughs> the cat falling off the table. <laughs> uh, okay. So she's staring at the sign, and. Yep. Uh, and then we get a fade into Homer being very sad at the plant. This is a very famous Simpson scene, by the way. Uh, this is one that gets replayed later. I believe it gets replayed later in the 138th episode, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Uh, or maybe it's just another Simpsons clip show. But uh, either way, that one gets uh, replayed later. And... Um, yeah, Homer's uh, working in the plant. And then Marge walks in. And Caitlin informed me that this is a... yeah. It's a scene. It's like that. I, I, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know if it's the ending scene, but uh-huh. it's like a, a scene from an officer and a gentleman mm-hmm. where uh, Richard Gere's character goes into the factory, I believe, mm-hmm. where Deborah Winger's character is working and he picks her up and carries her out. And like the, the implying that like they're going to go get busy. They're going to go bang. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, and the music is love lifts up. Love lifts us up where we belong, uh-huh. which is from that film. Oh, great! Love, Love lifts us up where we belong. Yeah, where the eagles fly <laughs> on the mountain high. So, uh, <laughs> as uh, as Homer uh, picks up or uh, picks up Marsh to go out to the car to um, uh, get to get to business. Uh, Lenny speaks again. And it's, oh no, that's not Lenny. It's uh, the man with the glasses. The, Charlie. Charlie. Uh, he says, "Hey, what do I tell the boss?" And Homer says, uh, "Tell him I'm going to my car, backseat with my wife, and I won't be, and I won't be I'll back be for back ten, ten minutes. minutes." Oh, slow down there, Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! What and are then, you, a machine? <laughs> yeah. And then Marge. Or they're walking out, and Marge takes off Homer's hard hat and puts it on her own on top head, of her. which is what happens in the movie. Oh, okay. She takes off his um, Navy officer's hat and puts it on her own head. And then we get credits. Yep. And that's the end of the episode. Yep. Everything's back to normal. Yep. Right back to the status quo. Yep. So uh, I'm interested to hear what you think about this. I hinted a little bit to what I thought about it before yeah, we recorded. Yeah, I think you liked it more than I did. Oh, really? Um, but I do love, I love the character growth that we see in Marge mm-hmm. in this episode and kind of like that family dynamic of, you know, things aren't right. Mm-hmm. This is how we're going to deal with them. 
But again, it's like back to normal by you the end. You said before we started that this is Matt Groening's second favorite episode. Yeah, according to the wiki, this said. I'm sorry. Let me. Oh, that was in the trivia. Section. So I'm just going to say that this is not my favorite, second favorite episode, but I will say this is the best episode we've seen so far. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like it better than Moaning Lisa? I would say they're about equal in the oh, sense okay. that you're getting, uh-huh. you're getting a lot of growth of two of the lead female characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and up until now, Marge has just kind of been like there. Yeah. She's and, and there now you there and nagging. Yeah. You don't now, really feel a lot of sympathy for Marge necessarily prior to this. Like, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and what, uh, earlier I said, like at the very beginning of the episode, the kids are making her breakfast mm-hmm. and they're making a huge mess in the kitchen. I thought what was going to happen is that Marge was then going to have to go clean up the mess in the kitchen on her birthday. Right. Because she's the mom. Right. But that, I mean, that ended up being a, a, not a factor at mm-hmm. all. But you but know, real talk—that probably is what happened. <laughs> yeah, but but what you're but what you're learning here is that she is a woman. She uh-huh. has her own desires. Uh-huh. She's frustrated. Yeah, she, you know she she's a human. Yeah, you know, in the sense of this show. Sure. So well, yeah, but I mean, like that's what makes the characters relatable, right? Yeah, she's got I, human I, and problems. I, think that's, I did like this episode, and I think that's why I liked Moaning Lisa so much as well. Is that it's more than just Lisa being the smart kid. It's more than Marge being the nagging mom. Mm-hmm. It's them living their lives, having their own emotions yeah. and how that pans out is different. But at the end, mm-hmm. it all boils down to that one thing. I will say this much. Like, uh, I have seen this episode before. I've seen it a number of times, I'm sure. Uh, but I like it a lot more now in this context of us watching it through the first season uh, than I than I would have previously given right, because, credit. Because, like, if you watch... Oh, God, I can't think of anything now, of course, off the top of my head. But watching the, the later episodes, mm-hmm. like, Marge is already there. But this is the first time you're seeing her be that... I don't want to say vulnerable, mm-hmm. but like being that whole person instead of just that kind of one little slice of her. Yeah. And she's not perfect either. Right. She makes mistakes. Exactly. In this. Like she doesn't tell him up front that she's married. Exactly. She doesn't resist him really. Uh, no. She appreciates, she wants she's, the attention. She's leaning into it yeah. because of the circumstances in which she is. She meets in. him for lunch. She is, <clears throat> she agrees to meet him at his home. Right. Uh, and I, I wonder, I wonder if she told Patty and Selma about this. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Oh, you know, Patty and Selma would have, they would have really loved it. It, they would have encouraged it because sure. they hate Homer so much. Yeah, they would definitely have. Yeah, uh, according to the Simpsons fandom wiki, this is Matt Groening's uh, second favorite episode behind Bart the Daredevil. Really? Oh, man, I wouldn't have picked that. Uh, okay, okay. So. Um, there you go. Yeah, um, I liked it. I would say Moni Lisa probably edges out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think out of the nine we've we've covered so far, this is one of the top ones. Yeah, I, yeah. I think this is my this is my number one. Moaning Lisa's number two. Okay. Uh, and then I think the rest of them just kind of jumbled. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I think Simpsons roasting is probably like number three. Yeah. But then the rest of these so far is just kind of jumbled at the bottom. 
yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. So, and we're we're getting we're getting close to season two. We are. Yeah, we are. We are. Uh, officially now at number nine of 13, 13. right? Mm-hmm. So what is our next episode? Oh, hold on. Can you hear me turning the page? It is Homer's night She just out. gave me like this, like, come hither, like I'm turning the page look. <laughs> um, Let me describe it for you, dear listeners, so that you know what the hell is oh, going on at that moment. Oh, uh, it's Homer's night out. We meet Princess Cashmere. Yeah. Bart apparently has turned green again. So uh, something to look forward to. Yeah, this is uh, uh, Princess Cashmere, who will be a really great background character. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I don't yeah, think it's ever is ever present in like in, in the for, like forwardly present in an episode ever again. Right. Well, we talked about too before. You're like, oh, there's so and so. Oh, there's so and so. I was like, I don't know who that person is. Yeah. You said that about Jacques, so now I know who Jacques is. Yeah. So now I'll know who Princess Kashmir is. So that's really exciting. I'm excited for us to see this episode because I have not seen this episode probably since the first time I saw it. I've probably seen it one time. Wow. So. Okay. That being said, make sure that you hit that subscribe button so that you'll get the new episode when it drops every Wednesday morning at 7.42 a.m. Eastern Time. Also, make sure that you're following us on our Instagram at Escalator to Nowhere Pod and also on our Twitter at Esk, that's E-S-C, Esk to Nowhere Pod. You can also send us an email if you'd like to be in contact with us at Escalator to Nowhere Pod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for joining us, and we look forward to next time. But until then, I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. And I am a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I'm still learning. Yes, you are. But we're having a lot of fun on the way, and we appreciate you being with us. If you would do us a very uh, a huge favor, we really would appreciate if you go on to wherever you get your podcast and rate our podcast, and also if you enjoy our episodes, make sure that you're sharing them with a Simpsons fan in your life. Thanks so much, everybody, and we'll look forward to next time. Smell you later. Bye. Put my phone on silent. Oh, yep, me too. Put it in the airplane. Put it in the airplane. Ding a ding a ding a ding 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 a ding ding. Put it in the airplane, everybody going ding ding with your ding ding. <laughs> everybody go a ring a ding ding <laughs> on the airplane. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Everybody go a ring a ding ding <laughs> on the airplane. It's still going. It's still going, okay. so we're good. All right. All right. Here we go. Yep. <laughs>